Welcome to Kitzur B'Kitzur, we're up to Simen Kuf Beis, the halachas of Eruv Tav Shilin. Now when you're, you're allowed to cook on Yom Tif, but you're only allowed to cook for that day of Yom Tif and not for any day past that. That may even sometimes be an Isser Midar Raisa. But the Chachamim added to this Isser and they said that if you want to cook on Yom Tif for Shabbos, right? So if Yom Tif is Erev Shabbos and you want to cook for Shabbos, assuming that there's no Isser there, right? So, you need to set up an Erev Tavshilin by setting aside certain foods on Erev Yom Tif. Once you do that, you're allowed to cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos. If the person cooked the food on Yom Tif morning, then that's not an Isser there, right? So you could always say that he's cooking for whoever shows up today. So Midarai says as if he cooked on Yom Tif for Yom Tif. Without an Erev Tavshilin, even cooking in the morning is usher. It's just Asher Midar They set up this Isser so that people won't come to cook from Yom Tif to weekday because they're so used to cooking from Yom Tif to Shabbos. So now the Kitzah tells us how to set up an Erev Tav Shilin and what to do if someone forgot. So if Yom Tif falls out on Erev Shabbos, it's Asher to cook or bake special for Shabbos. Unless you make an Erev Tav Shilin on Erev Yom Tif. What does that mean? You take a dish that was cooked or roasted. It's, it's a food that you can eat with bread. And you take some bread with this side dish, and you make a bracha, and then you say, Some people with this Erev, it should be mutter to bake, cook, to do hatmana, to insulate, to light candles, to do whatever we need, from Yom Tif to Shabbos. And the truth is, you don't have to understand the Aramaic when you say this. But if you don't understand the Aramaic, say it in a language that you do understand. Say that this Erev should let me bake, cook, keep food warm, light candles, and basically do anything I need for Shabbos on Yom Tif. But make sure to say a declaration that you understand. Next, the Kitzer says that this cooked dish that you're putting aside has to be something that you would normally eat with bread. For example, meat, fish, eggs. But something which is not eat, normally eaten with bread doesn't effectively activate an Erev. The Mishnah Buddha says it depends on every location, you know, what's normal to eat. But if it's something that's normally eaten by itself, not with bread, then that, with bread, is not going to be an Erev Tavshilin. You need the combination of the bread and the side dish. The Mishnah Bura says, additionally, if you don't plan on cooking, you don't need to cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos. I'm sorry, you don't need to bake, but you do need to cook. So you don't need to have the bread there. But without the cooked item, without the egg, the fish, the meat, whatever that is, then you don't have an Erev at all, and you would not be able to cook. It doesn't dafka have to be a cooked or baked dish. It could be marinated or smoked. The Mr. Brewer discusses what's considered a cooked dish. The, there's a shear for how big this cooked item has to be. It has to be a kazayas, and the bread needs to be the size of a kabeza. A kazayas is like 0.6 to 1.1 fluid ounces. Kabeza is like 1.7. So each person should be mahader to have a beautiful portion of this cooked dish, because it's a mitzvah, the mitzvah, it should be a, a, a nice, presentable dish, and a complete shalem bread, or we use a full matzah, 
and then use this bread as Lecha Mishnah on Shabbos. You could use it for all three Sudas, because you know you only eat one of the Lecha Mishnah. And then by Suda Shlishis, you'll actually eat the third one. Because we want to use this mitzvah of Eiv Tafshilin for other mitzvahs of Suda Shabbos. Have a wonderful day.